What is up? What is up? What is up, beautiful people? And welcome to another episode of my podcast, Chocolate Date Nights. And this is your girl, Deshaun Dreams, aka The Diverse Pen, aka your new favorite author, aka, you know, I got a lot of aka's, but we ain't gonna do all that. <laughs> um, today. We are talking about something I feel like a lot of people that that have been trying to keep their head above ground in 2020 can relate to. Um, first and foremost, I want to say dating is not an easy thing, um, regardless of the situation. Dating is hard. Opening up to someone is hard. I don't think anybody has the smoothest time opening up to someone that you don't know and exposing vulnerable sides of yourself. And, you know, just it's just being like vulnerable is hard. Uh, um, so I want to first say kudos to anybody that is even still attempting to bear their soul to anyone in this dreadful year of 2020. Um but then you add on the whole layer of a, a global pandemic and it just takes things into a new, like, a new horror level that is just, like, unfathomable. Like, what? So you want me to try to date in the year of 2020 in the middle of a pandemic? What? Like, no, just, just, I'm going to give up. I'm just going to not do it. And I can't. I don't have the energy I don't have the strength. I don't have the patience. I don't want to get to know nobody in the middle of a pandemic. I, do you got COVID? Like, that's, <laughs> that's my first question to somebody. Do you, are you having any symptoms? You can't date somebody. You asking this person, do they have symptoms? That is very ghetto. But it's like, is it worth my life to date right now? To go out and sit across with somebody who... I have not been around. I do not know that well. Like, I don't know if you got COVID or not. You know what I'm saying? It's just like... (laughs) Dating in 2020 is literally impossible. Like, the option is obliterated. There's no way you can date in 2020. And that's so sad because I felt like 2020 came in with so much potential. Like, the double digits... Um, the duplicate numbers, I felt like, oh, yeah, this is going to be an amazing year. Everything's going to be great. You know, the the, the air is going to be clean. The energy is going to be right. You know, the solar system is going to treat us good. Retrograde is going to treat us good. You know, our ancestors are going to be on high alert, you know, blocking bad things from us. I really thought, like, child, I couldn't have been more wrong. Let me, let me, let me say this, though. I appreciate 2020 for what it was. Um, And I am a very positive person and I try to stay that way for the most part. So I appreciate um, 2020 for what it was. And it was just, you know, a year uh, to, to get to know yourself and to, you know, internalize a lot of things. And when I say internalize a lot of things, I mean, just organize um, what matters. And, and you disregard the things that, you know, don't matter. Um, and in doing that, you know, in experiencing this year and having so many moments of my, to myself and quiet moments where 
you know, we're in a lockdown or we're in a quarantine, you don't have a choice but to think and be around yourself. So when you're around yourself, you kind of learn new things about yourself. You know, you progress in some areas and you digress, you know, digress in some areas. And some sometimes, um, you know, you go stir crazy. And that's, you know, the worst case scenario. But for the most part, when you get into a shutdown type situation, because before the quarantine, before any type of shutdown, I used to go into these modes like on my own free will. Like I used to shut the world out internalize everything, you know, compartmentalize everything internally, and then express what I needed to express, whether that was in a form of, you know, yelling at the top of my lungs, or, you know, writing, or journaling, or, you know, writing a book, putting in a book. I was able to, you know, get that stuff out, which I feel is very important for a lot of people. Like, don't let that stuff sit on your heart. Don't let it sit on your chest. Don't let it sit on your soul. Get it out. You know, get it out in a way that will safely not harm anyone else, but get it out. Um, but yeah, so back to my topic with 2020, it's kind of been like, um, do I want to now after all of that self-journaling and self self-finding and self-exploration do I want to now share the most intimate part of myself with someone else and when I say intimate I'm not speaking intimacy physical intimacy I'm speaking of my thoughts and my my opinions and the things I hold sacred or the things I just don't want criticized do I feel like still sharing those things with another person and I think the answer to that has to be yes um because loneliness is trash. Let's just be honest. Being alone, being single, being by yourself. I mean, it's few people on the earth that are like, okay with it. Like, I would rather, you know, be by myself. And most times those people have already been through journeys where they share so much of themselves with someone else. Now they're ready to be by themselves. You know, it's it's very, it's not very common um, for somebody to come out the womb and like, not have any type of relationship, not have any type of, you know, turmoil or trauma, no highs, no lows, and they automatically say, oh, yeah, I want to be by myself. That's that's not very common. It does happen, but it's not very common. Most commonly, when somebody is on the journey of being alone, it's because they've been around others for so long that they're ready to be alone. They want to identify who they are outside of other people. and And I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I feel like everybody should be able to do that whenever they feel like they need to do that. Separate yourself. Separate, even separate yourself within yourself. Like what areas of yourself that you feel like you should approve on or areas of yourself you feel like you need to let go of. But anywho, um, so so let me tell you, (laughs) let me tell you why. And if y'all haven't, y'all listened to my podcast before, y'all know all I do is ramble and I get stuff off my mind. And this is one of my forms of yelling. This is my yelling. This is me yelling. This is me getting my things out. So I appreciate y'all for going on this journey with me, but it's 100% just me yelling. (laughs) Um, um, But this is why I brought this topic of dating up. Um had a lot of mixed reviews on online dating 
Um, I've had a lot of people tell me, oh, no, I would never do it. It's dangerous. Uh, it's weird. You only meet weirdos. Uh, people that want you to send you pictures, you know, want you to send them pictures of your feet. You never get, you know, the nice guys on there. I've heard so many things. Um, just weird stuff when it comes to online dating. And then you have the other side of the coin where people go on there. They're on there for a few months. They meet the love of their life, fall in love, have kids, white picket fence, the dog, the children, all of that. It's beautiful. Roses, rainbows. You know, that's rare. I feel like that's rare. I feel like that doesn't happen as often as you just going on there and meet somebody that just wants some butt. You know, just want to hook up and smash and pass. And at 32 years old, let me just say I'm not on that quite yet. I'm not on that. I feel like I've... and, And for me, it's backwards because I dedicated my 20s to being the ideal that I thought somebody else wanted, if that makes sense. Like, I was the ideal person for somebody else, but I wasn't the ideal person for myself. And that, that the the most, you know, impressionable years of my life, which was my 20s, those, those years were wasted doing that. And I refused to be in that position in my 30s. So I promised myself that my 30s would be my year of self-exploration, internal cleansing, um, getting to know myself on such an intimate level that nobody can interfere with the love that I have for myself. So I've been focused on that, and it's a beautiful thing, and it's such a beautiful feeling, and it makes me feel so warm and fuzzy, and I will not trade it in for anything. Um, but in that aspect of me going through that journey, uh, I have also realized that, you know, dating has become weird. Dating for me has became very, very weird. And I'm just like, why is this weird? Because it wasn't weird before 2020, but I have to realize that it's weird after the year turn because I wasn't on this journey in 2019. I wasn't loving myself properly in 2019. I didn't require as much from myself in 2019 that I require now at this point in my life nobody can have step in my life not even me so when I see something and maybe this is wrong I'm pretty sure y'all gonna tell me if this is wrong if I see something I feel like it's a half step and you you want to be in my life I feel like okay, I got to put you in this category where I can't really expect too much from you because you're a half-stepper. And I've spent so so much time trying to be what somebody else wanted me to be that I've dedicated my my 30s to being the person that I want to be. And so in doing that, I can't can't love myself 100% and you're half-stepping. Does that make sense? I I think that makes sense. I can't love my, and maybe we should repeat this. I cannot love myself properly if I allow you into my life and you're half-stepping. You have to love me on the same wave that I love myself. And I have to love you on the same wave that you love yourself. There is no 50-50. I'm going to bring my 100%. You're going to bring your 100%. And we're going to have way more than what we need. That's the only way that this thing works. You get what I'm saying? So it's like... I'm hard on niggas. 
Oh, I just pointed that out. But I'm honest. I'm being honest. I'm hard. I am. I'm not going to deal with a lot of things. Now, let let me retract and, and, and go back and say, nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. I don't expect you to be perfect. What I expect is effort. What I expect is some type of determination to be like, okay, respect me enough to see my journey. You see my journey, respect my journey, and me enough to say, I'm not going to tamper with her peace unless I know I'm ready. Because these days, men will tamper with your peace, what you got going on, and they are not ready. Uh, They don't even care to be ready. They haven't even made an attempt to be ready. But they're going to tamper with your peace because they have nothing else better to do with their lives. And that's not something... I'm not a toy, love. I need to be loved 100%. If I cannot be loved 100%, then please don't tamper with my peace. Don't tamper with my, my pattern or my process. It's not fair. So I've just been... I've been scared to try online dating because I've heard so many weird and unorthodox things. Um, In-person dating is weird because do you have COVID? It's my first question. And that's just not attractive. That doesn't turn me on like... That, that's not going to turn anybody on. Oh, what's up? You can't even ask that a, a sexy way. Yo, what's up? You got symptoms? <laughs> Yo, what's up, shorty? You got symptoms? What's behind that mask, shorty? Like, you can't flirt with me with a mask on. That's weird. That's weird. So it's like, oh, man. I, I, I don't know how we're going to do this. I don't know how we're going to figure it out. But we got to do something because... We can't be single forever. I need love. I want love. I desire love. I just desire love in the right way. I want to be loved properly. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being loved properly. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be loved properly. If if anybody in your life is not trying to love you the right way, then they need to be cut off until they can grow up and mature enough to be ready to love you the right way. And... Um, I I don't know about the online dating thing. Honestly, I it still gives me the heebie-jeebies. I don't know. I just feel like uh, I just feel like dudes are uh, people can be so weird. People can be so weird, you know. And I feel like I can detect you being weird in person better than I can take detect you being weird over the phone. So. Even with FaceTime and all that, I would rather be in your face determining if you're being weird or not. So, I mean, my advice on this before I wrap everything up, just don't have, just don't allow anybody to have step in your life. If if he loves you, if he wants to be around you, then he'll give you 100%. And don't take, tolerate, or, you know, settle for anything less than 100%. Don't settle for it because you giving yourself 100%. Why would you allow anybody else to give you anything less than that? Thank you guys so much for tuning in to my ramblings, to my extraness. I appreciate y'all so much. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Spotify. I'm working on getting on Apple currently. Um, I am on Anchor. I'm on Spotify 
follow, 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 follow the podcast. Follow me on my social media. Um, Deshaun Dreams on um, basically everything. If you look up Deshaun Dreams, you'll see all of my handles. I'm on Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter. Um, I am on Instagram. I recently started a joint clubhouse. That's a new little thing that's going on. But if you're on there, find me on there. I like love to connect. Um, yeah, I love y'all and I appreciate y'all for tuning in to another episode of Chocolate Day Nights. Holla.